Good afternoon. This is Sam Brooks, and welcome to Local Matters Sports. Today I've got uh, a local product from Cookville High School and later played at Tennessee Tech. His name is Taylor Hennigan. Got a background at Tennessee Tech with his family, and we're going to talk about the day, that today. But today, but welcome to the show, Taylor. Thank you. Enjoying it. Excited about it. Good deal. We're glad to have you here. We're going to we're going to start by uh, talking a little bit about your family. You've got an extensive background with your dad, and and as we get into that, my my story with your dad, and that you've heard several, yes, um, from me. Mike Hennigan was a heck of a linebacker here at Tennessee Tech way back in the glory days, where OVC champions were won a lot, mm-hmm. and so. Um, Knowing that and being around, hearing a lot of those stories, uh, and then when I got the opportunity to play at Tennessee Tech, your dad was the defensive coordinator. And uh, I found out, not not until after I had graduated, I found out that we actually lived in the same house, uh, in the same room, which I thought was was pretty peculiar. But uh, you know, I found out real quickly in my first game as a freshman, uh, after my redshirt year, uh, down at Austin P. your dad was on the sideline at that time. And uh, the referee made a bad call, of course. There was never a good call with, with your dad as far as referees are concerned. And I thought I'd be, you know, the, the freshman that helped out a little bit. And I'd, I would kind of, hey, coach, you know, settle down, you know. He, he'd pick me up like I was a rag doll and put me to the side and push me down and, and kind of went after the referee a little bit. I, I can't say on the radio what he said but and that even surprised me but you know you you're a coach you get caught up in that and and yeah, absolutely. sometimes you don't know what you're saying but uh, I found out very quickly you don't get in the way of a, a former big linebacker that played NFL football when That's he's going right. after a referee that was one of my first lessons at Tennessee Tech on on the football field of course I wasn't out there playing at that time but uh 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 big guy pretty excitable and yeah. cares a lot about the game absolutely no doubt so tell me a little bit about your family and, uh, you know, growing up in Cookville, what that meant to you. Uh, you know, you, you, of course, were born a little bit later on after he got to Tennessee Tech. Yeah, so, you know, like you said, he, he played here in the 70s and played on some really good teams with a lot of good players, and they were able to, to win. Um, he actually played here for two years after transferring from, from a school up in Iowa where he's from, but, um, you know, made a name for himself as a player and uh, went on to play in the NFL after several stops as a coach, I uh, was able to be the defensive coordinator here for Jim Raglan. Um, and then I guess, in, you know, I was born in 1990 while he was a defensive coordinator and, you know, really too young, obviously, at, at that point to really know, you know, what, what he did and, you know, even to be around it. You know, I remember a little bit from being younger, but really when I was about six or seven, he was the head coach all the way through when I started high school. So, um, just an awesome experience to be able to be around him as a coach and also just, you know, to be at practice every day and, you know, meet the players and the coaches and just be around it is really where I fell in love with the game. And, you know, I knew early on I wanted to be a coach. And, um, you know, that was a big reason why, just being around him and uh, just seeing how he interacted with people. So um, just really fun to grow up in that environment. Um, of course, I was homeschooled. Uh, up until high school so when we probably should have been doing school we were at football practice and uh, so just you know a lot of things that I guess a normal I guess somebody that's not a coach's son that may not get to experience you know we got to so it was fun. Well you know going back to the the playing days you can't talk about this enough you know Tennessee Tech was at a level uh, at that time a very high level 
uh, Don Wade was here, and, and, and even before he got here, um, you know, they had done some really good things. But uh, when you talk to people, a lot of them come back in the summer at the football uh, tournament. You get to, I get to sit and be a fly on the wall and listen to these guys that, that won several OBC championships and played in the NFL. And, and you can tell they played in the NFL. I mean, yeah. they're not small guys. Right. Um, and, and hearing those stories, you know, Jim Youngblood was one of them. Mm-hmm. that was here and played right alongside your dad. Yeah. And there's there's several people that think your dad was as good or better uh, than Mr. Youngblood. Now, of course, he ended up having a longer NFL career. Right. Um, and injuries had a little bit to do with that. But, uh, man, what is it like as his son to be able to hear that, knowing how good that Mr. Youngblood was? Yeah. Uh, and I've heard, you know, I've heard a lot of different people from, you know, people that watched him as a kid, people that played with him, coached him, you know, Obviously, he was a good player, and uh, you know, it makes you proud just because it's family, and um, you know, he was able to be such a good player and accomplish, you know, a lot, both as an individual player and as a team. Um, you know, I've heard, you know, and really, there's a ton of players that you know, as you know, Youngblood, and you know, my dad Larry Schreiber, and oh, yeah. you know, it goes on, list goes on. So, um, you know, even for him to just be mentioned with with guys like that is is cool. Man, you're right. It, it's got to be pretty cool, and and uh, you know just just knowing that those glory days existed at one time, and you know even back in 2011, I had Trey Lamb on the show a couple mm-hmm. uh, weeks ago and talking about the OVC championship that that uh, uh, Tech was able to get back in 2011 under Watson Brown, and you know I, I want to make sure that I get this in, so I'm gonna jump on it right now. I want to talk about your family a little bit you you got a new addition yes sir that uh you know miss haley actually just went back to work over at all good here recently which i know it's had to be tough to leave it was little ray you know (laughs) and get back uh and get back to work but uh tell me a little bit about your family yeah so we're uh obviously um in a little bit of a new new stage in life with we got a three-month-old ruth ann (laughs) um you know we actually kind of a period of transition with new house new new baby, new job, and uh, Haley's gone back to school, like you said, and it's been really good. Obviously, we're very blessed and uh, loving every minute of it. Yeah, you know, my wife really wanted you to call her Tara. I don't, you know, she <laughs> talks about that all the time, but I, I think she's satisfied with uh, yeah. <laughs> Ruth Ann pretty good. So um, congratulations on that. It's, it, it's exciting. Uh, uh, all I can tell you is what everybody told me, uh, hold on. <laughs> um, you get through one year, you're good. But uh, after that, don't blink. That's because yeah. everybody told me that, Taylor. And I don't guess I listened real well. And, and now I look back and Will's 19 and he's playing golf at Tech. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. You know, crazy. so really, really take advantage of that. Every chance you get is the only advice I can give you. I'm not one to give a lot of advice. But <laughs> in, anyway, there you go. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about uh, brothers and sisters and make sure we get them in here. Yeah. And you, I, I want people to get a kind of an understanding of how you grew up and, and how that worked. Yeah. So obviously my dad was a coach at, at Tennessee Tech. My mom really stayed at home and, and raised us. Uh, we were all homeschooled. Um, I was homeschooled all the way up through high school. Um, my brothers and sisters kind of off and on. They went to Capshaw and some different schools, but um, just very – obviously very close with my brothers and, and my sister and um, just grew up, uh, you know, playing ball all the time and, uh, you know, really learned a lot of, from them about, obviously about sports, but also, you know, more important things in, in life. Now, my sister lives in Kansas City. She's uh, got five kids there. And wow. Her and her husband work for 
the International House of Prayer, uh, a ministry, 24-7 prayer ministry. And um, both my brothers live here in Tennessee. Zach's in Knoxville, coaches at South Doyle High School, and Michael's at Pope John Paul in Hendersonville. So we're kind of spread out throughout the state, and obviously Morgan's out out there. But, um, you know, really, really close to them, and it's fun to to learn a lot from them. And, and they're kind of going through – kind of some of the same things we are as far as, you know, got married a few years ago, and now both of them, Michael's got a one-year-old, Zach's expecting a boy, so uh, really exciting. We're talking to Taylor Hannigan, former Cookville High School football star, Tennessee Tech football star, and now present coach at Tennessee Tech. So we get into high school. You've been homeschooled. I don't guess I knew that, actually. Yeah. Um, man, your mom... Man, what a rock star she is! Absolutely, having having class at home with you guys, and and even your your sister. Uh, uh, you know, I guess I didn't know. It doesn't surprise me yeah. a, a bit, but uh, I guess I didn't know that. So, at, at what point, as you were moving into high school, did you realize that you wanted to get to Cooper High School and be a part of the team? Honestly, it was solely based on athletics, and um, you know, I had a great academic career there, but. Um, didn't know what to expect at all as far as public school, as far as the academics part part goes. But um, at the time, you could not play high school sports unless you were enrolled in, in a public school or private school. Um, so, you know, I knew I wanted to play football, and, you know, that was my way to get that done. Uh, I'd played travel baseball, basketball, you know, since I was five years old. So I'd kind of done those. But Football was something my dad didn't really let us play, actually, till I think eighth grade he would have been okay with it. But, you know, being homeschooled, that wasn't an option. So chose to go to Cookville. Big reason to play to play football. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm, I'm glad I did that. I guess your your older brothers had a similar uh, decision to make because I think both of them played at Cookville High School too, correct? Yes, they did. And, um, you know, obviously Zach actually didn't play till his junior year. Yeah. and. I had a phenomenal career and was just—he's the best athlete in the family. Uh, but it's tough to say right there. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, so we all kind of were in the same boat there a little bit, and um, you know, decided football is something that we wanted to do. So you had an awesome uh, high school career. I, I, I remember just like it was yesterday watching you play. You played quarterback. Actually, you got moved around a little bit at, at played all, high school. Played a lot. Yes. Played a, a lot of positions, including quarterback, and even on the defense and. At uh, what point uh, in your career at Cooper High School did you realize that college football may be an option? Um, early on, you know, I, I guess it was always a goal. Um, early on, I, th- I thought maybe I had a chance to play quarterback. Um, you know, as my high school career progressed and as I saw through camps and, you know, just kind of maturing a little bit, I, I realized that wasn't probably going to happen, at least at the level that, that I wanted to try to play. So, um I think that's where just the athletic background of different sports and obviously playing a lot of different positions helped. Um, but I guess it was always a goal. Uh, you know, my junior and senior years, I you know, I got serious about, you know, the weight room part of it and, and that aspect. Today we're talking to Taylor Hennigan about football and life, and uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Today we're talking to Taylor Hennigan, and we're talking about moving into his transition for uh, football at Tennessee Tech. And uh, Taylor, let's just go right back into that. So you graduated at Cooper High School, had a stellar career playing for Coach Jerry Joslin, who was there at that time, and 
you decided you wanted to make the jump to college. How was your transition and moving from high school to college? Being around Tennessee Tech pretty much your whole life had to be helping you in that situation to transition into that different, uh, you know, playing with different folks. And in college, you're matched up against the best of the best. Yeah, no doubt. It, I think it, it definitely did. It was um, a little bit unique as far as just stepping into a, you know a program that you know with a head coach that's had a lot of experience and obviously was kind of rebuilding tech at the at that time. Um, but went through the recruiting process and just decided that uh, you know I wasn't ready to leave Cookville. Um, obviously, Tennessee Tech was always a high priority as far as you know, college goes just from from the uh, family aspect, but um, I guess one of the more more challenging things was going into a, a team um, that my dad, you know, just coached two or three years before that. You know, he he had coached I guess up until my freshman year of high school. So some of the the seniors on that team actually were recruited by my dad. So um, a little bit of a unique you know situation, but. Um, you know, obviously, I went into to work for for me, and I wasn't trying to to latch on really to anything he did, other than um, you know the good things about you know the 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 name and the reputation you you want to uphold. But uh, really, I was going into to work hard for myself. You know, there there's a good side and a bad side to to being known. Mm-hmm. And folks, when you walk on campus, they know who you are. They they know your dad, even though he he was gone at that time. Um, there's a good and a bad to that. Uh, you benefit from it, uh, especially with the local media, because they do know who you are. And and, and then at the same time, you, you kind of got to watch what you're doing and where you're going, because <laughs> they know who you are. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And you know that's it's been a good thing for me. It's been a positive as far as you know, just making sure you're you're doing the right things and you're representing the the people that you love and know you know to the best that you can. And um, you know, I, I was lucky to be. Um, preceded by my brothers at Cookville High School that, you know, had a great reputation with teachers and coaches and everybody there. And that was, that was a blessing because they, um, you know, set a good path as far as, you know, when they, when they saw the Hennigan last name, there weren't bad thoughts because of how they acted when they were there. And it's kind of the same way when I got to Tech, you know, my dad, um, you know, I think did, did things the right way. And, and so it was something I could be proud of. Uh, yes, probably people knew, you know, knew my name more than they knew me, probably. But uh, definitely a positive, in my opinion. So you get into Tennessee Tech, and and uh, your playing career career is good. Um, you had an awesome time. You got to play a lot, and, and then you got to start thinking about graduating and, and getting what you want to do for the rest of your life. When did you know you wanted to be a coach? It was it was early, honestly. It's yeah, it's it's something I've wanted to do probably early teen years. I mean, definitely before high school, even you know, wow. just just being at practice and just the the every every day, the schedule, the lifestyle, and obviously there are some things that aren't easy, especially from a family aspect. But um, I've I've wanted to do this for a long time for sure. So all of a sudden, uh, the stars align. Uh, Dwayne Alexander gets the job and comes back to Tennessee Tech. You're very high on his list. You get the opportunity to come back to Tech. What did that mean to you? Uh, I don't know if I can explain it. Just one, being back at Tennessee Tech, that you know, some a place that I love and have a lot of good experiences, and really in a lot of different 
different ways. I've experienced Tennessee Tech football and, you know, probably in more ways than most people do. But um, just to be a part of somebody's plans and, and to be somebody that, that he wanted uh, is, is a big deal. But really just to be there with the guys that are there on staff and learning every day and, you know, getting to know each other and, and really, you know, my values align with his and, that's huge, obviously, because a lot of what I want to be in a coach is, is what he is already. So um, it's been awesome. So I'm not big on focusing on the past or what went wrong or, you know, even talking about that. But what's going right? What is it about Dwayne Alexander that he brings to the table that's good for Tennessee Tech now? I would say the first thing is he's about the players and he's about doing um, doing right. And, you know, a lot of coaches – all over the country, all over the world, talk about talk about doing things the right way. But you know, it's one thing to talk about, and it's not, and something else to carry that out. So that's one thing I've seen from him. And even before he was a head coach, when I worked with him before, one thing I I always saw was no matter what the circumstance was, he was going to do things the right way, and he was going to lead by example. He, you know, he was a guy that you know the offensive line coach here at Tech when I was here before. He'd be the first one off the bus unloading the coolers and doing the job of the trainers and the managers. And just when I saw that, you know, it's just that's, that speaks volumes in my opinion. And but, but really he's been all about the players and how can we help them and how can we um, help people on campus and in the community. And, um, you know, it's, a, it's about how we can serve others. We're having a great conversation with Taylor Hennigan, football coach at Tennessee Tech. Taylor, we're going to continue on with that. Um, Dwayne Alexander gets hired back. You're in practice now. You're in spring practice. Um, how is it going with the team? Awesome. I mean, it's going awesome. It's you know, it's a transition for for us as well as the players, as far as just you know me personally learning my guys that I coach, and then um, you know getting them to understand the football part of it, as well as getting them to understand how we operate as just people, you know, how we operate as interact with each other as coaches, interact with the players, interact with our family. And, um, you know, that's something that we're big on is just having family there and seeing how we treat each other. And, um, you know, it's been good. There have been, been some, um, you know, things that we've had to work around as far as practice schedule and things like that. But, um, you know, nothing that we can't can't work around. It's been it's been good installing offense, defense, special teams, and meetings, practice. Uh, got a scrimmage coming up on Friday, so it's exciting. I know, I know your faith plays a big role uh, in everything that you are and everything that you do. Um, there's a lot of young folks listening out there that will benefit from from this conversation. What advice would you give to them, whether it's based around faith or uh, playing ball or what they have to do to be successful? What advice would you give to those young folks listening to the program? Uh, I would say just find out what's important, not not only to them, but uh, what really is important in life. And that's, you know, I think a lot of people search for maybe their whole life and never find it, unfortunately. But um, for me, it's my faith in Jesus and my family and, you know, football comes somewhere down the road. But that would be my advice. Good segue right there, and I talked about the new addition, but I haven't talked about your wife a lot, so I want to give you an opportunity to, to mention her because I, I know this, and, and you'll find this out even more as you go on. Being a coach's wife is not easy. 
Uh, and, and it takes a lot to, to uh, you know, work and, and also provide what your husband needs as far as coaching because of the, the demand, people don't realize how much time it takes to be involved with the program. No doubt. And, you know, I've got a good one. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, the biggest thing is just understanding my passion for what I do. And uh, she definitely understands that. And, you know, there are days like today where – I may get out of the office a little bit early. There's days where, you know, I may not be there before she goes to bed, unfortunately. But, um, you know, she understands that. It doesn't mean it's easy. But, uh, you know, she, she's she been very supportive. Nothing but, but support for that. And, you know, when this opportunity came up, there was no second guessing about, you know, there are some drawbacks to being a college football coach, uh, you know, as far as recruiting and the hours you spend in the office, you know, that you talked about. But um, the positive far outweigh those, in my opinion. And she is an educator. I think I mentioned it a little bit before, but all good uh, elementary school. And I believe second grade, first, first, grade, first grade, she switched around a little bit on yep. me, so hard to keep up. So how is that uh, for you, supporting that? Is that easy to do as far as time-wise? And she's probably gone a lot of the same times that you're gone. Uh, does that work with you guys? Yeah, and it's it's been, you know, definitely a challenge when, you know, especially, you know, with the new addition but and her going back to school. But she, one thing that I've noticed from her is just her work ethic. And I've, you know, I've fed off of that, just how hard she works and how, how good she is at her job and how much she loves it. And um, she's she enjoys you know, the kids more than anything and just, you know, just being around them and uh, building that relationship with them. She's she's awesome at it. Well, I, I, I'll back that up. She probably could have done a lot of other things and, <laughs> and uh, she picked her passion. And, and to be an educator, to be a teacher, you have to understand that you're probably not going to make a million dollars, you know, right. and, and your pay is kind of set. Yeah. Uh, but that's something you accept and, and you get to do the job that you love because of that. So, uh uh, that, that's you know it's it's a great thing that uh, both of you have the opportunity to fall into a career that you love. I think it's going to make a huge difference as far as you guys uh, moving forward. Uh, thank you very much for being a part of the show today. It's been an awesome conversation, and I really enjoyed it having a background with your father, and then and then kind of uh, getting able to watch you grow up and and watch you go into Tennessee Tech. Uh, People ask me what my favorite team is, and and uh, it's Tennessee Tech. That's right. It's not anybody else. So, uh, you know, I stand by that, and, and uh, I'd like to see a lot more of that around Cookville, and I hope that uh, you and your coaching staff can get that uh, to come to reality in, in Cookville, Tennessee, in support of Tennessee Tech football. So one more question as we end our conversation today. What are your hopes for Tennessee Tech football now to 10 years down the road? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes into mind is to win. Um, you know, that's – not necessarily the most important thing, but it's definitely something that really winning helps all the other aspects that you're trying to get done. And, um, you know, I really believe that we will win. And I really believe that, you know, the way we do it will be successful. Coach Alexander's won wherever he's been. Um, and ultimately for me is just, you know, to, to show my guys, show my players, um, you know, what it means to, um, be the best that you can be and that's academically and in life and in football and I think you know through that process of, of just day-to-day interaction and, and work working towards that uh you know the end goal is to win so many life lessons are learned through football that uh football win- winning is great in football and it's what you got to do to stay around but uh 
folks gain so much. We've seen it time and time again. We've had former athletes in here that, you know, giving thanks to what they learned along the way that maybe they didn't even know. So congratulations to you on being back to Tennessee Tech, and, and thank you again so much for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.